Welcome to All Villa, No Filler, a podcast about Aston Villa, the world's greatest football team. The club has been heavily linked with signing Brazilian Ford Coutinho from Barcelona on loan until the end of the season. I'm joined on this episode by Rick Sharma, a football writer and podcaster for Siempre Positive. He's also based in Barcelona. I started out by asking him what Villa fans could expect from Coutinho. They wouldn't be signing the same Coutinho that everyone remembers from his Premier League days, that's for sure. Maybe Steven Gerrard will be able to, to find that Coutinho again and, and bring him back to the surface. But it's, it's definitely been buried under a, a few years of frustrations. And he's not as dynamic as, as he used to be, that's for sure. He, he seems he seems a half a yard slower, a little bit less impactful on games. Then again, at Barcelona, he has been... A, sort of a small fish in a big pond mm. and and he struggled a lot especially especially when Lionel Messi was at the club it's not that they didn't you know get on I think they had a, a fine relationship but I think there's just this shadow that that you feel under the kind of pressure that you, you see a guy who, who I mean he is for me the best player of all time in, in football so to play yeah, alongside agree. a guy yeah, yeah so to play alongside a guy like that is is tough in itself because anything you do you're probably judging yourself all the time thinking oh that's not good enough and compared to the impact that Messi had, especially in the second half of last season, where he was back to his his very best, and apart from you know winning the Copa America, the second half of last season is also what helped him win the Ballon d'Or mm. because he was he was absolutely phenomenal. And I think that, that it's it's been very hard for for Coutinho to to play with Messi at Barca, in part also because they like operating in a similar area, kind of on the edge of the box, outside it, that kind of half space that Messi likes to to get into. And I mean, there's, there was Antoine Griezmann there too, who also likes to play in the same kind of space. It was terrible sports management from Barcelona in terms of oh, yeah. bringing those players to the club. And so, of course, when you look at Coutinho's time at Barca, which hasn't gone that well, that is also to blame. It's not just the player himself. It's also there wasn't really a, a fit for him. But, uh, you know, Villa are getting a player who who obviously technically is still, still very good. He's... Yeah you know, in the top whatever percentile of, of kind of, if you look at technical ability and creativity, he is up there. I just think that it might take a little while to readjust to the Premier League. Maybe he'll find it a bit easier there because the Premier League has so much more space than La Liga. In La Liga, the defences are very, very well drilled, very well ordered, whereas the Premier League is complete and utter chaos, which is where <laughs> I think that Coutinho really comes into his own. So it might be a duck to water again going back to the Premier League. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I, I I watch Barcelona probably more than the average fan over here, I'd imagine, just because I've been you know watching them for years, pretty much since the uh, the Van Gaal era, really. Um, and something I have noticed, as you suggested, you know, with Antoine Griezmann and uh, even Alexis Sanchez, maybe ten years ago, they kind of struggle to fill their full potential when you're playing next to Lionel Messi. And I think it's probably that you you look to Messi all the time and just think I have to give him the ball because he's well, he's. I, I agree with you. I think he's the greatest player of all time. So obviously that has probably affected Coutinho a bit. But um, do you think he has like lost a step? Is he is he the player he was? I mean, he went to Bayern Munich and seemed to do okay there. But is he still got the talent? Do you think for for Villa? Well, at Bayern Munich, I'd say he arguably had his best game since he moved to Barcelona against Barcelona in the eight two when he scored two goals yeah, yeah. for Bayern against them, which kind of sums it all up for, from a Barca perspective. But yeah. Look, the first half of the season he arrived, he actually was all right. I think he scored eight yeah. goals in, 
17, 18 league games, which is a, a good, you know, good ratio. And people thought, okay, so a good start for Coutinho. Now let's see what he can do. Can he build from on this next season? But actually it was kind of his confidence that he had from the Liverpool era that, that, that he lost over, over time. So he started off quite well. And then the less and less confident he got, the more it drifted away. And after a while, he wasn't even taking the Coutinho shot that everyone knows him for, yeah, kind of yeah. inside from the left and try and curl it in the top corner. He even stopped doing that. And so, I mean, that kind of shows you how how he kind of lost his he lost his way and lost his own personality a bit at, at Barcelona. Hmm. I think that, look, I don't think in, in top-level football there is much room for players like Coutinho anymore. I hmm. like to think of it a bit like, I'm a Chelsea fan. I, Juan Mata for me is a good example. When Juan Mata was Chelsea's best player, Chelsea was sixth in the Premier League. Yeah. Because the top, top teams can't really accommodate players like Coutinho anymore. And that doesn't necessarily mean he's not going to be a good, a good fit for Villa because I don't think Villa are expecting to get into the top four this season, are they? So, yeah. you know, he could, he could still have a good impact at, at Villa like Jack Grealish did last season. Yeah. Obviously, Grealish has now gone to a top, top side, Man City, and you can kind of see that he's not the same grill as he was when he was Aston Villa. He's, he's having to play a completely different style because there is that you can't have, unless they're of the level of Lionel Messi or Neymar, for example, or Kylian Mbappe or Haaland, you can't really... And Haaland actually is quite a good system player compared to a, a Messi or a, a Neymar. You can't really afford to have someone like a Coutinho in that kind of top, top team. They, they're not doing enough. You know, for, for Coutinho himself, where's his preferred position and what are his key attributes? I think his, his best position is the same one he had at Liverpool and kind of left-sided attacking midfielder. So yeah. not in the centre of the pitch. I guess you'd look at him on in, in terms of Aston Villa on the left with Watkins and then Buendia or something on the right. Yeah, yeah. That would be quite a good balance, I think. But at Barca, he never... He, certainly at first, he was supposed to replace Andres Iniesta which is a little bit unrealistic because I think Iniesta has a lot more play, not playmaking ability because Coutinho is quite good at that, but like kind of, he can, Iniesta can play in central midfield. He he played on the left-hand side at Barca, but as one of the left central midfielders and Coutinho never had the poise to be able to do that because he, I think Coutinho is one of those players who gets the ball and he wants to do something like to create something immediately with it. Whereas Iniesta and Javi and Busquets could pass the ball around for an hour without needing to, yeah. to try something and, and keep the ball. And Coutinho was, wasn't very good at keeping the ball or hasn't been very good at keeping the ball during his, his Barca career and quite wasteful. And, and obviously the fans of Barca are accustomed to players who want to, to, to keep the ball and not, and not lose it. And another player, Usman Dembele, has often had his critics over the years when he has been fit because he tries stuff and, and loses it. And look, Barca... You have Lionel Messi, who, who well, they did have Lionel Messi, who did that. And Messi more or less tried a lot and it all came off. And that's the kind of, you know, you keep the ball or you do something with it that ends in a goal and, and Coutinho can't guarantee that. Whereas in the Premier League, the, the, the ball goes back and forth between the teams mm. so much compared to in Spain. I think that that, that fans actually like to see players who, who want to try and create and they don't mind if it goes wrong, if they keep trying and trying and trying. Yeah, um, I think Buendia is comparable to that in a way, actually. I think sometimes you see him give the ball away, but the reason for that is probably because he's trying to thread a through pass. And, you know, what, you know, two and three times that might not work and it gives it away. But the one time it gets through, it leads to a goal. And I can imagine at Barcelona, that's, you know, it's probably quite frustrating when they prefer to retain the ball all the time. Um, so Coutinho and Buendia behind Ollie Watkins is a very exciting proposition certainly uh for Villa fans uh, and then also of course Leon Bailey as well who could come in and you know shift around with them and all that um but something we have to focus on as well is kind of the finances of it 
how much is Coutinho on at Barcelona? How much is he costing? And how much could he potentially cost Aston Villa as a loan? Do you, are you aware of any of that? Yeah, he earns around 20 million euros a season. Right. <laughs> okay. So in theory, you're looking at, if you wanted to loan him between now and the end of the season, 10 million euros. The, the last I've heard is that it'd be a Barca obviously pushing for more, but Villa want to pay about half of that. Right. So actually 5 million euros isn't that bad of a an investment for half a season for a player who in theory could could bring a lot to a team if you need that creativity and yeah. you know to, to to put balls on plates for, for Watkins or Ings or whatever. So, I mean, his wages are expensive. That's the reason Barca, the main reason Barca want rid of him this right now is because they need to register Ferran Torres who was just signed for Manchester City. Yeah. And to do that, they need to get wages off the books because La Liga's fair play rules dictate that they can only spend a quarter of any savings they make. And in Coutinho's case, it would be half of any savings they make because of a... What, I mean, it's quite complicated, the rules, but if you're if a player costs the club over 5% of their expenditure, any savings you make, you can use reinvest half of that. This is if you're over budget, which Barca are by a long, long way. Because yeah. their budget for the season, in theory, is 97 million euros. And I, I think it's around 400 million they're spending. So they're, they're way over budget. Basically, they need to get off the books because of his wages. So that could be the one stopping point in a, in a potential deal is how and what percentage Barca demand Villa pay and, and how much Villa are willing to pay. As well as, I think Coutinho's people are quite keen, you know, they, I think they're open, absolutely open to a, a Villa move, but they're also quite keen for for teams who are in Europe or teams that are, are perceived as bigger than Villa to, to also quickly get in for him before any movie seals. Barcelona's have spent an incredible amount of money. What exactly did they spend on Coutinho? Well, 160 million euros. And I, I don't think all of that is, has been paid to Liverpool. I think there's a bit left, but they've paid, they've paid the majority of that, which is, well, it's remarkable considering how little he's done for Barcelona. And obviously that has contributed to the massive pressure that's, that's on him. And so if, you know, if he goes to Villa, goes goes anywhere, on, on loan, I think he can play with a bit more freedom and a bit more, you know, not not worry about it. When he was at Bayern, he, he did okay. Like like you mentioned earlier, he scored eight goals at Bayern and got some assists. And and you know, he wasn't, it didn't become a key player for them. And they had no interest in activating. I think it was something like a, a hundred million clause or something Bayern had on. They you know they can option to buy him, and obviously they weren't going to do that. Hmm. But you know, getting I think the more time he spends away away from Barcelona and tries to revive his career elsewhere, the better. All Villa, no filler on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Focusing on Villa at the moment, I mean, we've had pretty bad experience uh, taking some big names on loan in recent years. Danny Drinkwater from Chelsea, Ross Barkley (laughs) from Chelsea. Um, So that, you know, Ross Barkley was kind of middling. He started okay and it just tailed off in the end. Danny Drinkwater described himself as a loaf of bread. Uh, which is not the most flashing way to describe yourself. How do you think, if you were to guess, this one might go with Coutinho at Villa? From what I've seen at Barca, I don't expect much from Coutinho. But I I genuinely do think he will be more comfortable at Villa because a a lot of the problem is psychological, I think, for me me and with Coutinho at Barca. Mm. And maybe going back to England, where he obviously had a good time, there's no pressure for him at Villa. Certainly internally you know obviously the fans will be all demanding of him but you know I don't think he'll he'll pay too much attention to to any outside influence at at Villa in that sense I think if he goes there he'll he'll be freed of the millstone that 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 Barca has become for him and he's become for Barca and he'll see it as a chance to to revive his career and I think that 
he does want that. It's not a case. I mean, there's another player, Samuel Umtiti at Barca, who has no interest in going anywhere and just wants to take the money and 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 stay at Barca. And you know, that's it. His, his career is basically over. And it looks like Umtiti, although apparently Newcastle won him. Maybe he can get the same money and and go there. We'll yeah. see. But Coutinho, I, I'm pretty sure Coutinho. I mean, he's always had a good attitude at Barca. Not a good mentality, perhaps. I don't think you know he's, he has been. At least from the outside, it looks he's been he's quite weak mentally, but, right. but his attitude has always been has been there that he wants you know he wants to do his best and he wants to do wants to play when the coach wants him to play. He wants to help, and he has apparently been quite open to looking for for new destinations. Yeah, um, it's interesting you uh, you kind of mentioned that attitude thing because um, do you, do you think that maybe Coutinho just needs to be at a club where he can feel like a like one of the special players again and maybe be a leading talent because I can imagine if he turned up at Villa a lot of the younger players and some of our uh, some more senior pros might not have played with someone of his sort of stature and ability um, and also he gets to reunite with Steven Gerrard potentially who he played with at Liverpool so do you, do you think in that way it could it could revitalize him re-energize him I think that's what he's hoping for sure. And and it could, yeah. I think that, like I said, when he came to Barca, he became a small fish in a in a big pond. And mm. not that at Liverpool, he was, you know, he was up there with, with the biggest players they had at the time, yeah. you know, including, I think, Gerard and Suarez and and that who were there. But it's, 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 it's absolutely fascinating. I, I really am looking forward to seeing him if he does go to Villa or, or, or the Premier League anywhere, seeing what he does when he is free of, of, of the sort of psychological shackles he was in at, at Barcelona. And I think, I mean, he scored a goal against Villarreal, I think it was recently for Barca. And he's, he, you can see how frustrated he is in his celebration. He was, he was like, he was angry while he was celebrating, obviously happy to have, have scored, and, but, but angry as well. And I think that it's just, he, he's, he's so frustrated and getting the freedom to go back to England and, and sort of run amok in in the the wild Premier League will be uh, will be a good release for him and potentially get him back to if not the level he was at certainly a, a level where he can contribute goals and assists and and be a part of something. Yeah, well, it's been brilliant to chat to you, Rick, uh, and find out a few things about uh, the Brazilian wonder that is Coutinho. I'll call him the Brazilian wonder if he joins Aston Villa, of course. If he goes somewhere else, then, you know, oh, who's that? Um, but <laughs> um, but it's, uh, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see where it goes. Um, but before we wrap up, Rick, can you just let us know where we can find you online? Sure. My Twitter is Rick Sharma underscore. I think someone had already claimed Rick Sharma. I write for goal.com about Barca, Real Madrid, Spanish football and Siempre Positivo podcast. As you mentioned, I'm always on there podding about Barca. Fantastic. I feel like I could talk about Barcelona's recent years for absolutely hours. It's absolutely fascinating, <laughs> the Bartomeu era. I actually went to the new Camp last year to watch Real Sociedad uh, play against uh, Barcelona and the white hankies came out. So I was there for uh, a white hanky moment, uh, which is a very famous when the fans turn against the board. Thank you very much for that and uh, really appreciate it. Cheers. And it's goodbye from me. I'll be back later this week with George to chat about the Manchester United game. But until then, come on Super Aston Villa. 